Dear Heavenly Father, as we pray to you on this blessed day, we look to you for your guidance and your will, your love and your light to radiate down upon us. Let us not be led by temptation or by sin. Let us not give way to things of the flesh, lust, masturbation, pornography, addiction, murder, and so much more. But let us give way to your word and your will in the light and in the love through your sacrifice so that we may ultimately reign in the kingdom with you forever through the salvation you have given to us. Let our faith not just be of word, but of works, of deeds as well, reaching out to our brothers and sisters as one, through the loving of our neighbors as you have loved us. In Christ Jesus' name we pray, amen. Let us pray. God of endless generosity, we lift our offerings to you, fully knowing our gifts fall short when compared with the poor widow Jesus saw, who gave two small coins in her temple offering. We know that until we have experienced a moment of that kind of trust, gratitude, and sacrifice, we don't know the heights of joy that generosity can bring us. Until that time, grow our hearts in giving and in compassion for those our offerings will touch and bless. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Now, brothers and sisters, if you do feel so inclined and the Spirit tells you to tithe, you can go to our Linktree link, click on the tithe button, and make a quick transaction that way to tithe with us. All of the proceeds, all of the tithing that comes in, we here at Worship Without Walls, we put right back out into the ministry, into the world. Those funds go right back to those in need. Whether it be through our Bible ministry, spreading the word and the gospel, or through our drives. When it comes to time, if you might be unable to fiscally tithe. Next Saturday, we are once again helping local Boy Scout Troop 20 in Hurley. And we are helping collect food bags. So if you are interested in donating your time, please message us. And we can let you know what time and where to meet. Our first scripture for today comes from the book of Ruth, third chapter, verse 1 through 5, and fourth chapter, 13 through 17. Let us begin with chapter 3. Naomi, her mother-in-law, said to her, My daughter, I need to seek some security for you. 
so that it may be well with you. Now here is our kinsman, Boaz, with whose young women you have been working. See, he is winnowing barley tonight at the threshing floor. Now wash and anoint yourself, and put on your best clothes, and go down to the threshing floor. But do not make yourself known to the man until he has finished eating and drinking. When he lies down, observe the place where he lies, then go and uncover his feet, and lie down, and he will tell you what to do. She said to her, All that you tell me, I will do. We continue chapter 4. Thirteen through seventeen. So Boaz took Ruth, and she became his wife. When they came together, the Lord made her conceive, and she bore a son. Then the woman said to Naomi, Blessed be the Lord who has not left you this day without next of kin. And may his name be renowned in Israel. He shall be to you a restorer of life and a nourisher of your old age for your daughter-in-law who loves you, who is more to you than seven sons has borne him. Then Naomi took the child and laid him in her bosom and became his nurse. The woman of the neighborhood gave him a name, saying, A son has been born to Naomi. They named him Obed. He became the father of Jesse, the father of David. Let us turn now to our second scripture reading of the day. Hebrews chapter 9, verses 24 through 28. For Christ did not enter a sanctuary made by human hands, a mere copy of the true one, but he entered into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God on our behalf, nor was it to offer himself again and again as the high priest enters the holy place year after year with blood that is not his own. For then he would have had to suffer again and again since the foundation of the world. But, that, but as it is, he has appeared once for all at the end of the age to remove sin by the sacrifice of himself. And just as it is appointed for mortals to die once and after that the judgment, so Christ, having been offered once to bear the sins of many, will appear a second time, not to deal with sin, but to save those who are eagerly waiting for him. Here ends our second scripture reading. And finally, we turn to our third reading for today from the Gospel. The Gospel of Mark, the 12th chapter, verses 38 through 44. As he taught, he said, 
Beware of the scribes, who like to walk around in long robes and to be greeted with respect in the marketplaces, and to have the best seats in the synagogues and places of honor at banquets. They devour widows' houses, and for the sake of appearance, say long prayers, they will receive the great, greater condemnation. He sat down opposite the treasury and watched the crowd putting money into the treasury. Many rich people put in large sums. A poor widow came and put in two small copper coins, which are worth a penny. Then he called his disciples and said to them, Truly I tell you, this poor widow has put in more than all those who are contributing to the treasury. For all of them have contributed out of their abundance. But she, out of her poverty, has put in everything she had, all she had to live on. And this brings me to the word I want to share with you all today. A word entitled giving all. Now as we are entering into, or had entered into, the month of November, we see some things starting to happen in this world. We see things happening in our local day-to-days, we see things happening maybe in how we are interacting with others or the stores that we go to online and so forth. But what are some things that are special about the month of November? Well, for one, the month of November gives us the holiday of Thanksgiving. But we also start to notice that spirit of giving coming forth in many of us. We see the starts of feeling of helping others. And we notice multiple food drives starting to take place as a way to stock pantries and a way to stock shelters so that they truly will have enough to help those in need during the holidays. Now, in our gospel from this morning's book of Mark, we see two things. We see first, Jesus saying to denounce the scribes. We see that he says that We are to beware of them because they walk around in long robes. They want to be greeted with respect in the marketplaces. They want the best seats in the synagogues. They want to be honored at the banquets. 
but they will devour widows' houses, and for the sake of appearance, they will sit there and they will say and ramble long prayers. And we see Christ sitting here and talking to his disciples and saying this to them. But then we also see in the second half of our gospel, the widow's offering. And we see Christ make a point to point it out to his disciples, this widow's tithing, her offering that she put in. And first we see many rich people putting in large sums of money. Now, if we think about things nowadays and we look at those that are celebrities, those that are considered rich, we see those that have, but do we look for those that have not? Whereas Christ then sits there and looks and says, as they're watching, the poor widow came and put in two small copper coins, which is worth about as much as the penny. Now, for any of us who look at a penny nowadays, what do we see? Nothing. For many of us, one penny seems worthless. But he called his disciples. And he continued to teach at this point. Because he said, truly, I tell you, the poor widow has put in more than all of those who are contributing to the treasury. Now let's think about this for a second. If I was one of the treasury collect tax collectors, if I was one of those that are gathering tithes, if I was one of those rich people, do you think we'd be a little bit annoyed hearing this man in the square? across from the treasury, talking to his disciples, saying, Truly, I tell you that this widow has given more than all of those who are contributing. And let's think about that for a second. These men have been contributing hundreds and thousands of dollars. Think about it nowadays. You could have celebrities contributing hundreds and thousands of dollars to causes. You can have those who are deemed the rich and rich contributing and tithing hundreds and thousands and millions of dollars. And in Christ Jesus' eyes, a poor widow giving about as much as equal to a penny is worth more than those. I mean... I don't know about all of you, but to me, that's a little bit mind-blowing that we would even fathom. There's a bird on top of the roof right now. If you hear any scratching or tin. Anyway, we could, we, I'm sure most of us couldn't fathom that if we tithed 50 bucks, and our salary is a thousand, yet someone's salary is twenty dollars and they put that twenty dollars in that they have given more than we have. 
But in Christ's eyes, it's true. And he sits there and continues forth and he says, For all of them have contributed out of their abundance. Which is true. If we have, then we ultimately are contributing out of our abundance. But for someone like this widow who has not, Christ goes on to say, she, out of her poverty, has put in everything she had and all that she had to live on. She wasn't tithing because she had extra to give. She wasn't tithing because, you know, she just bought a brand new Lexus or BMW or Maserati or Porsche or Lamborghini. And she still had 700000 a million dollars to spare, so she threw a couple hundred thousand into the pot. She gave everything she had to get food to eat. She gave everything she had to live and pay her way. And it is a great example about giving all. You see, many of us sit there and we feel like, when it comes to tithing, that we have to give But giving all doesn't always mean all. Although in this example, it does mean that she, giving all can be giving all. But what if you have nothing? What if you don't have finances? You have time. You have energy. You have gifts that the Lord has given to you that you can use as a way of tithing, as a way of helping those that are in need. And this widow giving her all, I kind of feel like it is similar to the story of Ruth and how Naomi took Ruth in her daughter-in-law, and treated her as she was her own. Then Naomi, who took her in, wanted to make sure that Ruth would be taken care of. And she brought Ruth to Boaz. And she instructed her of what to do. And ultimately, in the few passages that we have seen, and we've missing last week. For last week, we missed when Ruth met Boaz, when Ruth was in the field collecting that which was the scrap so that she could feed Naomi and herself, giving her all to help provide. It's a similar thing. When we see this story with Ruth, we see the beautiful outcome where Boaz ended up at the end taking Ruth to be his wife. 
And they conceived a son, Obed. Naomi became his nurse. But Obed, in this, was the father of Jesse, who was the father of David. And for any of you who know those storylines, we know that David became a mighty king. David slayed Goliath. And in many of, for many of us, we look and see King David. And we get that sense of hope that no matter what giants are in our way, we can provide. We can overcome. But we see how our scriptures today kind of have their own way of meshing together a little bit. But we really see how giving it our all. I mean, for many of us, we are afraid to go start new jobs because we're afraid of the outcome. We're afraid of, well, what if we fail? What if we sit there and leave our job and then ultimately find out that we aren't good enough to move forth and survive? What if we find out that we're not good enough as we move forward? I mean, then what? What happens then? And for a lot of us, that is an ultimate fear. But we can't let fear win. We can't let things overtake us. We need to continue forth. I mean, why else would Christ have sacrificed himself as the one and only sacrifice. The high priest giving his blood once for all sins and then staying at the right hand of the Father of God to speak on our behalf. As we continue to look at things on this Blessed Sunday, we continue to Always revert back to the Gospel of Mark in today's talk, in today's word. And we have to continue to look at the widow's offering. And we have to look at the reminder of the widow's offering as well. And it's the reminder that even with very little, we can give a lot. Even with very little, we have the ability to still tithe. Even with very little, we have the ability to still give. And even with very little, we have the ability to still help others. Brothers and sisters, we embark in November. Not only are we to think of the things that we are thankful for, but why don't we start thinking of ways that we can help those in need? Whether it be donating our time to food drives, whether it be donating 
canned goods and things to pantries, whether it be tithing to our churches so that they can help others in need during these seasons, that they can help the pantries get what they need and the shelters get what they need. Brothers and sisters, no matter what it might be, let that spirit of giving embrace you and encompass you. Because, and I'm going to bring up our hymnal, our last reading on giving. And it's remembering the words of Lord Jesus himself, who said, It is more blessed to give than to receive. see we have a lot of things coming up in this world in the seasons of these holidays we have things coming up we have Thanksgiving we have Christmas and many of us take for granted the things that we have in this life all I hope and I ask is that this story from the scripture from the gospel of Mark of this widow giving everything she had which some of a penny helps guide us to be better brothers and sisters helps guide us in the spirit of giving helps guide us in the spirit of helping others and helps guide us in the spirit leading us forth ultimately in the way of Christ Jesus that we may give more than those that have abundance. And that if we have very little, that we never feel like we can't help, we can't die. For there is plenty that we can do still. Brothers and sisters in Christ, never forget that even with very little, we can still give all. Dear Heavenly Fathers, we come to you today. We thank you for this teaching. We thank you for this discernment. Lord, we look to you with our arms open, our minds open, and our hearts open, that you would send your light and your love, that you would give us the spirit of giving, not only during this holiday season, but during the rest of the year as well. That we may never forget what it means to tithe, what it means to help others, what it means to pay it forward. Lord, allow your spirit to embrace us. Give us the courage we need to approach those who look like they are in need and help them. We ask this, Lord, in Jesus Christ's name. Amen and amen. Let us pray. God of widows and strangers, you protect the oppressed and forgotten and feed the hungry with good things. You stand among us in Christ, offering life to all. Give us open hearts and minds to respond with love to the world, caring for those for whom you care. In Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you.
May the Lord turn his face to you and be gracious to you. May the Lord shine his face upon you and give you peace. Go in peace, brothers and sisters in Christ. Amen and amen. Are you looking for some Christian-based apparel to wear? Masks, hoodies, shirts, possibly women's leggings? Then look no further than checking out our Teespring store at teespring.com backslash stores backslash worship dash without dash walls. It's all custom designed from us here at Worship Without Walls. Again, that is teespring.com backslash stores backslash worship dash without dash walls. Hope you find something you like for you or your loved ones. Have a blessed day.